What's going on, Badger fans? Uh, grades for the game. Why Justin has a different take than some of y'all uh, in a couple spots and why and, and just why we're going to get into that next and why I don't think there's a ton of hope in one position in particular. We're going to talk about that next on Locked On Badgers. You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, Badger fans? I'm Ryan Herrings, your host, Locked On Badgers, your team every day. That great, beautiful man over there is Justin, as always, um, Badger super fan, founder of the Bucky Cast. Plus, he's got some interesting news coming up. I'll let him talk about that at a different point. Anyway, Justin, we have grades. Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is the official sports book of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. And Justin, you weren't on the reaction show um, we did talk about a few things, but the reaction shows are always emotional, right? Now we can yeah. take a step back, which is what they're supposed to be. Like, they're an outlet, and I like that. But now we take a step back. Let's look at the position. We're going to do grades. I'm going to start at quarterback. It makes sense. We'll go through each position. Let's start at quarterback, Justin. What grade are you giving Tanner Mordecai? I would probably give him a C- minus for this. And I think that there was some upside there. There was obviously a lot left on the field in terms of the touchdown to – bell that would that never was um that would have accounted for a pick like if we had a, if he had a two touchdown game with with one pick and was 250 yards we probably would have given him a b so to me he, it was it was a c minus like there was a lot to clean up we really couldn't attack down the field i felt like offensively it seemed like longo was trying to push the passing game a little bit more than i think he really wanted to in this just to get some reps into it so that there was some comfort level with it and I think he made a lot of good decisions in checking down and taking what was there rather than forcing things. And I think that that's something that we can take that's a positive here that we probably wouldn't have seen with the prior quarterback that was here. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't great. And and anybody that said, like, I'm not going to paint this. I know there's people that are they're out for blood with him already, and it's, it's a little ridiculous. It's like, listen, it's a brand-new offense with a guy who wasn't in the system for the last how long. Let's give him a little slack here. If he still looks like this in week five, yeah, there's a big problem. Then we then then he's not the guy. But this is his first start in this system with all new players to him. Give him a little bit of a rope here. Now, so C minus for me at quarterback. I don't know how you feel about it. Uh, I went D plus. I mean, so we're close, right? Yeah. There's not a big. You just can't throw two picks in one touchdown. Yeah, to and they yards. they weren't they weren't good picks. They weren't I mean, good picks. They weren't tipped balls. It wasn't. It wasn't a play where a defensive back was like Ronnie Lott or Ed Reed, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, it's a Her- Herculean effort." Yeah. No, they were bad picks. Yeah. Um. Two two things I kind of point out, and I already talked about Mordecai a little bit. I did a um stock up stock down show, so I don't want to go too much deeper into that. But two things I point out that I don't think it have been talked about a lot. The first one is, uh, I, and you said it as well. Like if, if Skyler catches that ball, right, that second pick doesn't happen, or the first pick doesn't happen, he finishes mm-hmm. with one. But my, my thing and what I kind of push back on a little bit is that's going to happen in games. A receiver mm-hmm. will drop a pass. That doesn't give you like a green light to then throw a pick on the next No, play. not at all. But what a good quarterback does, and I'm not saying Tanner Mordecai is not this. I agree with your point very much. I'm not closing any books after one game. But what a good quarterback does is they rebound from a drop ball. They throw another good pass, and yeah. the offense keeps marching, right? The other thing, though, that I thought was interesting, and I like this from Tanner Mordecai, there was a play, if you remember, in the second quarter – 
Mordecai scrambled and he slid like three yards short on a third down of a first down. Mm -hmm. And everybody kind of lost their mind. The announcer said, no, go ahead first. I'm like, listen, it's week one against Buffalo. Mm -hmm. I don't want my quarterback taking an unnecessary hit to try to get a first. Like, I thought that was actually pretty smart. Like, conserve the body. And to be honest, it wasn't even three yards short. It was like a yard short, wasn't it? And it was on their it was it was on their side of the field where we probably should have gone for it. Like I was surprised we did. That's a whole nother discussion. We're gonna get into that. Yeah. But But, that that was one of those things where I was looking at I'm like, this is Phil Longo. What are we doing? Yeah, we're Um, gonna get into that. I have a whole coaching section to talk about (laughs) that punt, which annoyed me. But to me, like, yeah, get down, don't take a weird unnecessary hit in week one against Buffalo. No matter what, we're not losing this game. You stay healthy. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go running backs. I think unless there's anything else on like quarterbacks you got. Nope. Uh, running backs, I'll just kick that. So I have A+. Plus. Yeah, uh, it's an A+. Plus. You can't call it anything else. Yeah, you uh, Listen, Braylon Allen led the team in receptions yesterday. He also had what? I mean, anytime you have, what, 300-plus yards rushing. And, yeah, and two running backs that average close to 10 yards a carry. You can't really complain about that. And this is where this is where people that want to complain about the passing game, I'm like, they knew we could just run it down their throat. They were trying to get something going in the passing game rather than just being like, we're going to run the ball 70 times in a row because we could have done that. Based off what the defense was showing us, we could have just ran it down their throat in the first half and been done by halftime. Well, that's kind of the point of this offense, too, is they had to open up a little bit to, to cover the spacing that Wisconsin mm-hmm. has now, and that leads to great running. Like, that was part of what we talked about. You're going to see a be- uh, like a better version of the running game. Yeah. The other thing I would say, because uh, people will point to Ches Malusi, averaged 12.1 per carry, had an 89-yard scamper. If you take that 89-yarder out, he still averaged 5.6 per, per carry. Yeah. So this for, was not a- For a good period of time before that, he was averaging like seven yards. Yeah, so this was not a, a Ches game where his yards per carry is artificially higher because he had one big scamper. He was good the entire game. Plus mm-hmm. he had a gigantic scamper. A plus plus plus. I don't know. I have nothing else to add here. I thought they were incredibly good. Uh, the thing that I want to add here is there are people that think that this was no different than anything else. And to the untrained eye, you might be able to say that this is not, this would not have happened in the prior offense because oh. the safeties would have came up. They would have been much tighter and think there would have been a lot less room to run in a prior year. We had two deep safety basically this entire game. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we struggled in the passing game, which we've seen NFL quarterbacks struggle with a two deep safety look a lot. And we didn't take the running game probably as much as we should have. If it's happening against Washington State, I will guarantee you this this coaching staff will run, just run it down yeah. their throat and yeah. be like, we're going to take it. We're going to just – we are going to gut you this entire game and we're going to run for 400 yards on you and, and just – blow you out through the ground yeah I, I agree with that plus like you said Braylon caught seven passes listen they didn't do a lot of damage there but it's nice to show that hmm. that wrinkle and that, that that's play. an easy five yards I'll take it yeah I mean they didn't even get an easy five each time but I think the bigger point is defense is now this is something you put on tape yeah. um and it just makes it even harder because now you have to guard laterally as much as mm-hmm. vertically with those running backs Again, I got A++ here. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with receivers. The most talked about position in the offseason. I don't know if week one lived up to the hype. We're going to talk about receiver mm-hmm. grade coming up next in Lockdown Badgers. But first, a quick break for our friends of the show over at Athletic Brewing. And I've talked about it. Athletic Brewing is changing the game in the non-alcoholic brewing game, the non-alcoholic beer game. Um, just like Hunter Waller is changing the game for the Wisconsin defense. He is the game changer of the week, just like athletic brewing. 
And athletic brewing, listen, you're talking about something that has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game. They make non-alcoholic beers taste incredibly good, tons of different varieties, 50 different styles of craft, IPAs, golden sours, everything that I like. Plus, you can do it at any time. It's fit for all times. Drink it at home. Drink it on the podcast. Drink it mowing the lawn. Drink it picking up your kids from school. Maybe don't do that one because not everybody knows that's a non-alcoholic beer. You don't want to get tackled on your way to pick up your kid. But you can find non or you can find athletic in stores, online, and at bars across the country. The fastest growing non-alcoholic brewery in the USA. So get on board. You can find athletic brewing companies, non-alcoholic brews at a store near you or buy online at athleticbrewing.com. First-time customers can also use code Locked On to get 15% off your first order. That's code Locked On at checkout for 15% off athleticbrewing.com. Near beer, exclusions and conditions do apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. All right, let's get Justin back on here. Let's continue the uh, grades. Justin, receivers. Um, interesting game in a couple different ways. Where are you grading the receivers? Uh, this is a tough one for me because, I mean, the bell drop is such a huge impact on this game. And because of that, I really have to bring it down. I thought that I, if I was going to say Pauling, I would probably give a BB plus. I think I think he did a nice job. Green was okay. Like, we, we didn't have anybody that really had opportunity. I, I would probably, as a group, give them a C minus, and I think that's because there's a couple of things that really bothered me: the CJ Williams stepping out of bounds and coming back in, and the only reason it wasn't a penalty was because he was out of bounds anyways on the catch, which, whatever. But you can't step out of bounds. You can't, especially when you're open like that. Um, Pauling was really the only one that did anything. I mean, as much as everyone wanted to give me a hard time about DK, he only had one catch in the game. It was the touchdown. But you gotta, listen, that was a nice I, I will give him credit for it, but I'm like, everyone that's hammering on me is like, he had one catch. It's not like the guy went out there and had you are digging 80, 80 yards. You're digging no, he, he was he was the bright spot. He was the bright spot in the in the receiving room yesterday. Him and Pauling were the two that actually went out there and, and showed up. But we need more from everybody in that group. Mm-hmm. And that means they need to be getting open. And some of it may have been that the defense was just geared towards stopping the pass. Which is fine. Then we can take we'll take it on the ground until teams start respecting the running game. Because I if they're gonna be a light box like we had yesterday, we'll run on everybody. And I mean everybody. Even Iowa will struggle if they don't send people up extra bodies up against Wisconsin. I was I will say it, this was a disappointing this was maybe the most disappointing aspect of the game to me. Uh, I've talked about defense. This is a really green Buffalo secondary. Like mm-hmm. we talked about it. They have, a, they have Fuqua. The, the safety's really good for a Mac player. He's probably a power five player actually at a Mac team. But mm-hmm. the rest of it's pretty green, man. And I expected more. Bryson yeah. Green, you know, they threw it to him in the flat a couple times. You know, he never really got going. You know, the C.J. Williams thing, that's a situational awareness. Like you said, you can't step out of bounds when you're wide open. The bell drop was horrendous. You know, so you, you start to look at it. What's the bright spot? Let's look at See, the CJ one is a big deal because you look at it this way. What if this was late in the game? We had to have this play for a first down, and he makes the catch. Oh, I agree. Now I, you I just – that's the end of the game right there. I, I wrote it down. Like, that's an inexcusable situational awareness play. You can't mm-hmm. – that, that's it. Listen, for all the hype, he is a guy who hasn't played a lot of football. That's mm-hmm. a huge oh, yeah. mistake, but mm-hmm. it's not an excusable mistake, if that makes yeah. sense. And then, um, like I said, I thought Pauling looked really good. He looked fresh. He looked like what we thought he would. But yeah. I, I was also a little disappointed when I talked to Rajiv about this. I would have liked a vertical route to a Bryson Green and just thrown it up and said, we're going to take – because that's what teams do against us. 
I think we'll see more of that going forward. I think they wanted to get clean. I think the big part of this is they wanted to come through and just make good decisions. Like we're, we're going to have games where you're going to have to take some risks. Let's not do stupid things in games we don't need to. But I, you can make the argument, make the mistakes in games that you're not going to get hurt by it, which is, is safe to say too. Yeah. So, I, I mean, you can look at it both ways. I ended up going C minus on it. I forget, your, what was your grade? C, C minus. C minus. So we're on the same. Um, let's go. By the way, people in the Discord were calling you out. I know they were. That's yeah. why. That's why I felt like I had where, to. Where's to, Justin to come at with this? This DK. Yeah, yeah th- they were ignoring me on the game playback. Yeah. No, a lot of people were in the chat. Uh, we'll have to. We'll have to figure some of this out going forward. Let's go tight ends. Um, obviously, kind of a difficult one to grade. I went B because listen. At the end of the day. Tucker Ashcraft actually was second on the, the team in this game in receptions, had a 24-yarder, I believe, um, looked, had two catches. He looked every bit the part of what we thought he could be. And in a game where we didn't really get the passing game going, to see that type of contribution from um, Tucker, to me, was good enough to give it a B. But it's a B with a light grade. Like, this one factor heavily into my overall grades. He was a B-plus for me. I would give the position as a whole a B, just because I don't think that they really carried – anything in the game, yeah. but he, he was for a freshman. He was very impressive, very yeah. impressive for a tight end that he is a guy that looks like he's going to be a problem going forward. He, he's going to be a beast, man. Mm-hmm. Imagine, imagine him in three years with Brady Collins. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I'm saying is you have a guy that's already, a, I mean, he, he basically mauled everyone in his first catch. Yes. They, they got, they get, they came in finesse tackle and he just had, was having none of it. That's a dude. By the way, and we don't need to linger much more on tight ends, but that's a dude. If you had if you hadn't followed the Badgers all year, or you have no idea who Tucker Ashcraft was, right? And it, maybe you're you're watching the game with a Penn State fan, and he watches that, he's gonna say, "God, who is that sixth year tight end there? Where, where did he transfer from? That guy looks like a monster." And like, no, no, that's a true freshman. Yeah. All right, let's go offensive line, Justin. Where are you at on the offensive line for this game? They were an A for me. I think we had. I, I don't know if we had a sack, and I think they gave up one. But I, it seemed like Mordecai had sufficient time to throw most of the time. The running game, they were great. So for me, it's hard to give them anything worse. I thought that this is one of the better games from a production standpoint that I've seen from them. Now, it's going to get tougher. Like, this isn't this is an A grade against this. It probably wouldn't be if we were playing somebody that could put more pressure on them. So yeah. we'll, we'll see how it is going forward. I need to see it against better foes. They weren't they weren't really pushed in this game, but it will be. It's nice to see that they can do it. It's been a long time since we've seen a Wisconsin game look this easy with the running game. A long time. Yeah, it was. I, I went B plus, although I, I definitely get the A grade. I just thought, well, first of all, let's start with the good. Like I thought it was pretty clean for the most part. Mm-hmm. We worried about uh, snaps dribbling around the ground, um, holding penalties, false starts. For the most part, it's clean for the offensive yeah. line. But the snap thing you can tell is still like a little off. Yeah. Right. Like it's the timing with Bordellini is he's not a center and you can see that throwing a few things off, but overall, like the physicality of that offensive line, like, I mean, they just ground Buffalo into the the dirt. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I want B plus. I can definitely see the argument for a though. I just feel like it's a little offset. You need, we need Renfro. We need Renfro. Yeah. He's the difference for me. He may, and I think he actually impacts the timing of the offense. Mm-hmm. Like that's the deal with with Bordellini. That's a problem, is that that ball being a half tick slower gives you gives the quarterback less time to kind of get his feet under him and get going. 
All right, Justin, let's go defense line. I think this is somewhere you mentioned that maybe you had a bit of a different outlook or perspective from other people. Yeah, I, line. Sorry. I'm going to give them a C. I, they weren't great. They didn't like – so here's here's the deal with the defense in general. Buffalo did a, a tremendous job of getting rid of the football, and their quarterback was very poised anytime that he held the ball. Like he, the internal clock on him, when it got to the point where he knew he had to get rid of the ball, he was like, all right, this is going out of bounds. I'm just you can tell he's it. a veteran. Yeah. He was clearly an experienced guy who knew what he was doing, and anytime we got somebody in the backfield, he was able to get rid of it. I thought we got some – we got some – guys that got into the backfield, they just were never in a good position to make a play. So they break through, but they were maybe to the right or left of the quarterback. And it was like, by the time they got to him, it was too late. Like when they had to adjust. Um, I talked to you a little bit about this. You can see the difference in the defensive line play in terms of how they're being used. Like when they showed some of the replays, a lot of time, Piaz would be going through it. He would be shooting a gap. He'd be in the backfield, but he would be washed out of the play. And that, to me, says that somebody's out of position. It's either Piaz took the wrong hole or the linebacker took the wrong hole and didn't fill the other gap. Because this defense is not the same. It's not two-gap anymore where Piaz is choosing wherever he rea- reading and reacting. He's shooting a gap, and the linebacker needs to fill the other side. We weren't doing a good job with that. And that that, that leads me to believe that they weren't on the same page. Because we saw time and time again where the, line, the defensive line would be in the backfield but he wasn't in a position to make a play and there was nobody there in that gap to pick up the running back who had a hole now. And you get five yards. Like we weren't getting beat on it. That tells me that like you were, you and I were talking about that guy's getting the linebackers getting blocked. He's not, he's not getting up there and making and filling the hole the way he's supposed to be. Oh, I, I went, I went C plus. So we're not again, too far off on this. I give I give him a little bit of a bump for the short yardage play. Right. Yeah. Buffalo. By the way, and that's fair. They're really good in the short yardage. Horrendous coaching job by Buffalo. Why in the world are you going to go tight and power in those situations when the Badgers, multiple times, the Badgers just kept stuffing them. And when, mm-hmm. when they spread it out, they were able to gash Wisconsin. Yeah, it, it would have been a good a good play on their part to fake something there. I thought like, those were ridiculous. We, we were clearly selling out to stop it. So just try something to get around it. Yeah, but I thought that was, those those were momentum killers for Buffalo. And I had mm-hmm. no idea. They were they, for sure. I, but you got to give the defense line credit in those yeah. situations. Piaz and uh, Rodas both have big stops in those yeah. short yard situations. But outside of that, here's the difference, right? And this is, applies to the linebackers too, from defenses we've had of yesteryear to where we have now. The the players we have now will pressure the quarterback. The players we've had in the last couple of years would we'll get the same. Yeah. yeah, right. They have a closing burst that I don't think we have right now in the defense line. I won't disagree with that. So it, I it'll be interesting. Though. I think that, like I said, you and I talked, I said that the difference between this team is this is not going to be an elite pressure team. Like they could be, we could potentially get to like 30 sacks, but it's going to be a pedestrian 30 sacks where we look at it and it's like, yeah, we got numbers, but it wasn't like anybody was a lights out kind of when we needed play, there's somebody making a play. It's going to likely be against the teams that we're just better than that they have to pass or whatever. Because if our passing game comes around, teams are going to have to throw against us and they're going to have to attack doing what Buffalo was doing is not going to work if, if a team wants to beat us. You can't nickel and dime down the field like this. It's too hard to be efficient in that. And that was part of the reason what I said about Wisconsin's old offense. It takes one play to screw up a drive like that when you're going for a 15-play drive where you're just done, or a penalty, and you're thrown out. You have to attack. And that's what will happen if we start getting up on teams. Well, so, the next team will attack, I'll tell you Yeah, that. they will. And and that's where the, we, we should hopefully get some sack numbers in that game. because. So. 
if he's going to hold on to the football, you've got to get in the backfield and you've got to cover. And that's one of the areas I think we'll, we're probably moving to next year. I think that we're going to see a bump. There was some sloppy play in the secondary in this game. I, and, I don't even know if we're going to get to 30. I think 30 to me feels optimistic for a team sack number. right? Yeah, and that could be. I mean, 30 is about roughly two a game if we if we end up yeah. playing 14 games. And we've already so. played one and got zero. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. We'll see. I, I hope it, I, I'm, I'm hesitant on it. And it, But this has been a worry for me since last season yeah. ended, right? So I'm still hesitant on it. All right, we're going to take a quick break, come back with linebackers. How did the linebackers grade out? We're going to talk about that next on Lockdown Badgers. But first, a quick break for our friends of the show um, over at FanDuel. FanDuel, get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one, numero uno sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet $5, get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket with uh, YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time in the world to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can be on everything from spreads, player props, futures. We've talked about some of the futures with the Badgers. Week one, I think, has some Badger fans reevaluating their future uh prospects with this team although i don't know if it should visit fanduel.com slash locked on kick off the nfl season with an offer you won't want to miss fanduel the official partner of the nfl all right let's get justin back on here uh let's talk linebackers justin i didn't do outside or inside i think you kept it in one group yeah. as well i went c i yeah i thought cheney played well cheney flashed a little bit um muma had one solo tackle right yeah. that like if that's the star and he and he looked like he was out of position a few times like he here's the other thing with muma like he got blocked and he had a hard time getting off the blocks yeah which and that could be partially because of his hand but yeah that's true that is a listen that's a very fair point um but there just wasn't a lot of disruptive plays there weren't Mm -hmm. many plays on their side of the line of scrimmage there was one tackle for loss from this linebacking group which was cheney um i believe that's true unless i missed one from turner but no i I thought there were Honestly, kind of non-existent, and that's not good enough for this defense. Yep. Uh, Petroisky was out there. He had a play where he he took a bad angle. Then it cost us about six yards on the play where he probably could have gotten the guy with like a one-yard gain. Um, so, I mean, overall, the group, there's a lot of growth that can happen in here where they just need to shore up and make the plays that are there, and it will make the defense a lot better. And that's one of the things. Like, it's it wasn't a great week for them. But there's a lot of things that can be cleaned up going forward. And it was like last year with Wisconsin's defense. There was a lot of things early in the season where we were not crisp and that needed to be cleaned up and that we just had somewhat overmatched teams early. And listen, people have, have given me a little bit of a hard time about my take on Muma. Not, Muma's going to play better than this. He will. This, he, yeah. this is not the high point of Muma's season. So No, not at all. Yeah, there's better to come here. Let's go cornerbacks. Um Justin, I, I had mine in one defensive backs grade, so I'll kick it to you to start cornerbacks. Yeah, I, I would say that corner was probably a C. There's a couple of plays there. Matry, I thought, was a little underwhelming. He, he almost got beat on that one on the fade route where he ended up. It should have, in all honesty, should have been a pass interference. Yeah. He was grabbing all over that guy and got away with one. And it ended up, that was the reason the guy dropped the ball. Um, the. Alex Smith, we're, we're not used to seeing him give off that play, and that's a play that I think going forward probably doesn't happen. He probably cleans that up. So, yeah, it, it's a C. There's, Listen, we didn't really get beat in this game. Like There was nothing that really truly stung us in the passing game, which to their credit, I will I will say could have been different in this. They, they had a couple plays, a couple of touchdown passes 
which which were not involving the corners, were brutal. The coverage on those two plays yeah. was terrible. That great's um, coming up. Yes, it is. And that's why, like, they, the corners really didn't have anything terrible that they had other than Smith getting beat on that 50-yarder. And that, if you're out of position, that will happen. On a rub route, you get in the wrong spot. Guys are going to break big plays on you. You have to play it right. Yeah, I'm going to be with the corners. So I was a little higher on them. I thought the physicality was nice. Alex Smith yeah. looked at kind of smoke screen, got through the blocker. Yeah. I was a TFL, one of the only TFLs we had. I thought Maytree, even though I agree with you, he got away with a, a hand as he played in the end zone there. I thought he is physical near the line of scrimmage as well, which I appreciate. And that's been the not, that the, the intel on him is he's going to come up and lay the wood to the best mm-hmm. of his his smallish cornerback abilities. But he, I, I like the physicality of the group. Yeah. I'm not too worried about Alex Smith getting beat on that kind of – it felt like a oh, little yeah. Bit of a bad read miscommunication. I, I think they're capable of being borderline dominant, and that's why my grade is a C because I think sure. they can be a lot better as the season goes on. Sure. Uh, let's go safety, and I'll start here. This one's really hard because I have like an A for Wooler. I have yeah. an F for. That's what I was gonna say. There's two different grades here. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a, a Wooler an A, and I'm giving the other two guys. I mean, I'm gonna like average a D minus. I'm gonna call it a C. I'm just av- literally yeah. just averaging out the high and the low. I thought Wooler was great. I've talked about it. He was he looked the part of a big physical rangey safety who's gonna have a hundred tackles this year. Yeah. I thought Latou was terrible. He was he that was is the terrible. worst I have ever seen him play. He yeah. missed so many tackles in that game, and they were costly tackles. They were plays where we could have stopped a play for a yard or two yards, where they ended up getting six or seven on it. Because he missed the tackle. And it was again and again. And And, and a lot of it was diving, like getting out of control type plays. Just make the tackle. Wrap a guy up. Put him down. Or wrap him up so somebody else can help you finish. You don't have to make the the big splash play. And I think some of it was, I think he was also probably out of position a little bit. Because there were a couple times where it looked like he just wasn't in the right spot. And he he had to try and get more out of control to try and make a play. I think he's trying to take people's heads off. Not literally. Um, but he's he's a he's a big he wants the highlight plays. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, he's a big enforcer type safety, right? He is in that Pearson mold, that Belive mode. But you he, gotta wrap up. He had a terrible read on the touchdown. Yeah. Like he that that can't happen. Like not like that. It can't be that easy. Because that if we're playing a better team, that's a that's a gimme touchdown. Well, there was a gimme touchdown in this. It team, was. Right? It was. But I'm saying it's gonna cost us a lot more in a game yeah. going forward because there's gonna be teams that are gonna be consistently down there. And you can't give that type of play up. And the Blaylock won the same thing. He 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 was looking in the backfield, and the guy went right past him. Mm-hmm. And it's like you you've been in you you've been in college football far too long for that type of play to happen. So I'm a like, little I'm a little kinder on Blaylock though. Missing he doesn't have a lot of experience in game. And he missed all of last year, right? Like yeah. Latou did miss last year. He shouldn't be this rusty. Yeah. Um, but listen, there's a couple Austin Browns in the wings if necessary. Yeah. You know, like there's there's some or or uh or more Braden Moore or Braden Moore. Like there's some dudes back there. If I guarantee you this, if you continue to miss, and I'm willing to give everybody kind of a game one pass. I really am because you're amped up, you're in Madison, um, you're obviously coming a little out of control to hit the fake these tackles. But if that continues in a couple weeks, like Braden Moore, Austin Brown are going to be playing. It's just that simple. Yeah. They they can't do this against Washington State. We're going to end up giving up touchdowns if you start diving for for tackles like that and missing they're probably going to do a better job blocking and they're probably going to spring guys. And that's where the difference is. You can't be out of control on these plays. You have to play cleaner than that because teams are going to exploit it going forward. Justin, give me a special teams grade. 
I went B. Uh, um, yeah, so- I think I think that's that's fitting. I think Vakos is what we what we were hoping he was, which is I think he's a legit quality college kicker. He's a he's a yeah. plus kicker at the college level. I, Bertram's I, I need to see a little bit more from him. I thought he, he was okay though. He was okay. He had one bad punt that I yeah. can remember, but we need to see him consistently in the forty yard range. Like if we if he's gonna be a plus positive for us, we need him to be forty plus. And DK looked totally comfortable, which is not yeah. a surprise with Barbara Turner. Some nice returns. Yep. I like him there. And then, like you said, listen, Bacos looked really solid. It wasn't a long kick. It wasn't a pressure kick, but it's a good start, mm-hmm. right? Like, so I go in B. It's a very solid B. Uh, I want to go coaching with you. And it, it's hard to do a, a coaching grade, but how prepared was the team? How well did they adjust? Any decisions you didn't like? Um, I went B. I, listen, I think it was fine. I think everything was fine, but it, it, it didn't blow your socks off. I yeah. felt like the offense was a little disjointed. They were trying to figure out what they were going to do. I got to be honest. I don't like punting from the 42 yard line yeah. on fourth and three in the second quarter. I think that's a silly punt. I, I think that it being a fourth and three, was a silly too. Like that was a fourth and one. He was, he was basically a yard shy when he went, when he went down, he but ended up basically on the line again. Huh? They called yeah. it slide early. Yeah. So even with a bad spot, though, listen, if it's fourth and three and I'm on their side of the ball, yeah. going, yeah, they need to go for it. And this, especially in this type of offense, this is why you have Pauling. You're yeah. supposed to be, you're supposed to be dragging him or something to try and get an easy pass play there. Heck, even throw a bootleg with him and Mordecai and drag him and be like, Hey, if it's not there, you take off. Like Mordecai had opportunity to run in this game. He just didn't do it. He stayed in the pocket. And, and I think more often than not, that's what he's going to do. He's more of a guy that's going to break when he feels pressure than a guy who's going to like force the issue and get outside the pocket and then run. Um, but yeah, there, I, it's hard. It's so hard for me to look at what the offensive coaching staff is trying to do because it's like, how seriously did they take Buffalo as a threat? And were they actually trying to work on some things rather than truly run this like a game where we want to just take what the defense is giving us? Because, like you said, we could have ran for 500 yards in this game if we wanted to. So, it for me, it gets tough because it's like if we wanted to just ram it down their throat, we could have done it. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Uh, listen, I think it's fine. Again, I think people are overreacting a little bit, which I get because it's week one. Like, we have, we've been talking so long for this game, Justin. Like, so much has gone into it that I get – and I'm this way too. I was like, ah, oh, I thought, I thought it would be a little cleaner. But it's also – I thought we got better as the game went on, though. We we yeah. played much better. So I mean, that's that speaks to them some adjustments. That it speaks to them kind of getting the team locked in mentally a little bit more, which is a positive. Buffalo is also not a doormat. Let's be, let's be clear. That was a seven win team last year. They won a bowl game. I'm not saying this to say. I think they're going to be roughly okay. around that again this year, if but, not better. That quarterback's legit for a, a yeah. plus MAC team. It's a like, real quarterback and mm-hmm. they have a real coach he's had uh, back-to-back the best recruiting classes in the mac two years in a row like it's it's a totally fine non-power five team that mm-hmm. doesn't mean two interceptions is okay yeah it's not but it's you're not playing fordham you're not yeah. playing new mexico state for example yeah. um justin man anything else any last thoughts on this game here before we sign off because you weren't on the yeah reaction, so. I, i'm just gonna say it's gonna get better people and I, people that are like the, the people out there with pitchforks already you gotta understand that this is not the nfl where these guys have been drilling the heck out of this we should expect some time some trial and error they're not they don't have a preseason to get the the offense flowing and clicking it's gonna take a week or two 
we should what we should hope for is that the offense looks a little bit more comfortable this next week. Hopefully the passing game's a little bit better and we get a victory against Washington State. Then the next week we grow on top of that. And by the time if if we can be clicking by the time we get to Iowa, that'd be great. That would be really nice for this team. But we may not be a lights out offense until later in the season. We still put up 38 points in a game where we probably could even score more if we wanted to. That Washington State game, Justin. That's gonna be it's it's gonna be a battle. It's that's a lot a more battle. interesting. It's a little more, a lot more interesting than I was expecting it to be. Yeah, that's gonna but, be a battle. But as much as you were giving me a hard time about the score, I wasn't that far off. I was four points off on my Badger project, projection and seven points off on my Buffalo side. You did all you did have them covering though. I did. did Badgers covering. Um, but listen, at the end of the day, it, it, the game was never really even even in no. the first half. It never had the feel. I know there's some Gopher fans on Twitter that have been kind of going back and forth with me talking about how they. It never felt like Buffalo was a real threat. Here. If we wanted to run the football, we could have just run the football and scored in the first half. It was clear that they were trying to run the offense a little bit and trying to get some confidence in the offense the way they want to run it. And now, so I will say, though, they have to be able to throw against teams yeah. no matter what. Oh, they time. definitely do. And they, there's going to be games where they're, in, where they're seeing two high safeties where they're going to have to pass because the defensive line is going to be good enough to hold you to four yards or whatever where you're not getting a – a plus run where you're setting up for third and short. We were, we struggled in third and short in this game. We needed to be a little bit better than we were because if we get down, if we get to third and three, we got, we've got to get that going. And we had a lot of that in this game where we should have been able to keep the drives moving and we just weren't. Yeah. No, I think that's a good take. All right. He is Justin. I'm Ryan. This is locked on Badgers. We will talk to you again tomorrow. A bunch of content coming up this week. I think we have um, a couple different interviews. Uh, I don't want to spoil one of them. One of them could be pretty fun. So a lot of content coming up this week on Wisconsin. And hey, one and zero at the end of the day. One and zero.